Hi, I'm Susanna Keith, founder and CEO of Hello Career Guru, Inc. We so appreciate your listening to our podcast. Hello Career Guru, Inc. is a company committed to helping all women advance professionally, no matter what age, background, income, geography, or race. Hello Career Guru offers women one unifying online platform for developing their personalized career game plan, which is powered by executive C-suite insights. For this episode of our Hello Career Guru Salon, we are honored to have the brilliant C-suite executive, Rita Kapek. I am so happy to have known Rita for many years now and to have her serve on our Hello Career Guru Advisory Board. Rita has been the Chief Human Resources Officer and Chief Executive Officer of News America and currently is founder of Ozma Advisory. Rita helped tremendously with our product development and with researching tips from other successful C-suite women. So Rita, tell us about your career in human resources and how that evolved to your work today. Hi, Susanna. It's great to be here today. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, you know, so I would say my career in human resources, um, was a little unorthodox path. I started off, um, really in a sales capacity. Um, I was working at News America Marketing and was not a sales executive and then moved into more of a sales management role. And, um, and our head of HR moved on to a corporate role and, uh, the CEO called me and asked me if I would be interested in being um, the head of HR, which what salesperson wants to jump from an H from a sales job into the HR role, but he was very persuasive. Um, and I thought a lot about it. And what was great about it was it was in the right organization that I knew I'd come up through sales and really our CEO and our whole executive team supported and valued what HR was to the organization. They were really a business partner to the company. Um, and that was really what was my deciding factor was knowing that it was, I was going to can still be able to contribute in a different way now. Um, and so, yeah, I, I jumped into it and I had a great team. I was surrounded by some really talented HR people and um, they were very accepting of me and I, and I loved it. I loved kind of, if you think about it, HR is sales in a different way, but it was really wonderful. So I was in that role for about 15 years as head of HR. Um, and then we had some changes that on our executive team. And during those changes in those transition, I was asked to kind of just oversee a couple different areas in the organization, in our operations, in our IT area. And that turned into a little longer gig. And then eventually um, the CEO approached me and asked me if I would just move into the COO role, um, which so again, I got to learn all over more on a different, even though I'd been at the company for 15 years, now I got to see a very different side of the company more into, as I said, the operation side of it in IT. So I was there and um, was COO for about three years. And then I decided to leave the company. At that point, I'd been there almost just over 20 years. And I wanted to learn more about startups, the investment world. Um, I went to the 37 Angels Boot Camp, where I um, focused on women, um, teaching women how to become angel investors. 
And there, that's when I decided I wanted to use my knowledge in both HR and operations and help mentor others, whether in the startup area or small to mid-sized companies, um, both in the HR area and on business issues, because I think my background lends itself to both of those things. And they are so intertwined. You can't just focus on business or organizational um, changes without understanding how it affects the human capital within that organization. Excellent. So Rita, given your great experience in human resources, you wrote an insightful and helpful blog for Hello Career Guru on job search sites for women by women. What are some of the sites and why do you recommend them? Um, so, you know, the good news is I think now there are so many great job sites and job boards to choose from. You certainly have many of the big ones out there. Obviously, the ones that come to mind that many of us know are LinkedIn, Glassdoor, Indeed, I believe is actually the biggest job site. Um, and ZipRecruiter. Those are some of the, obviously, the, the bigger ones. And they, some of them are even, I don't think LinkedIn, but ZipRecruiter are more of aggregators. So you'll see them kind of um, scraping all sorts of other sites and putting them together. So it's very robust. So as I said, we have so many to choose from. You have the big ones. You can even narrow it down and go a little more niche, for instance, within your industry. There's Dice, which is really focused on the tech industry. There's Media Bistro for the media industry. And news to me, Susanna, I even found out there's a new site out there called Leaf Buyers, which if you're focused on a career in the cannabis industry, that is where you want to go <laughs> to see and see what roles are out there in the cannabis industry. Um, so as I said, there's so many to choose from, but the reason I, the six that I outlined in the blog were really, I thought two reasons why. Um, the first, they had female founders. So I think they were very focused um, on helping women, clearly. And secondly, I thought they each had just a very thoughtful presentation of the roles. Um, I, and, you know, just some of them to, to reiterate those ones that I featured were Fairy God Boss. And I, uh, you know, we talked um, and I speak to it in the blog, why each of them. And I think um, as I said, not that I think, but I know Fairy God Boss, you know, actually shares some of the details. Members can go in and, and let you know what it's like to work at that company, which I think is a little more real than some of the larger ones. The Muse is also great. They have a lot of roles. And I think they're really interesting in the way they slice the roles up where you could look at hey, I want to be at a Fortune 1000 company, but I also want to be something on, you know, innovative and new. And they'll let you, you know, look at roles that way as well. Power to Fly is really, they have such an impressive event schedule and it is global and you have the opportunity to chat. So if you sit in and on a panel discussion, you could actually chat with that person, which is wonderful. Career Contessa has so much to offer, webinars, e-learning, coaching, even templates, um, which were wonderful. The Mom Project, they also focus on flexible opportunities. So you can really have that work-life balance as a mom, as well as looking at, you know, hey, what roles and what companies will support me um, as a mother and in the work-life balance, which we all need so badly now. 
And then Inkwell is an interesting one because they offer both full-time flex or part-time opportunities. But Inkwell also has a, a really nice program where they offer you a referral fee. So if you, maybe the job isn't right for you, but you might know someone, you could earn, I think some of the fees range anywhere from 5,000, um, you know, 500 to $5,000. So quickly, those were some of them, um, the reasons why I chose those six. So Rita, thank you for such great insight and rationale on why women should look at particular sites. Given that, how many sites should women follow and any other job search tips? So I think in terms of how many sites, you know, you should follow, it's really up to the individual. I know it's probably one of those very <laughs> obvious answers, but it's really up to, you know, what you're going to connect with, you know. Again, as we've talked, Susanna, these six are just a, a sampling. There are so many other wonderful sites out there for women um, that it wouldn't be a blog. It would be more of a term paper if we were to list all of the sites. So it's really just, you know, highlighting these six here. But there are so many out there that you should really do a little bit of research, see what they're offering you. Some people might want the extra coaching or the opportunity to have a mentor network um, or some of the events that we talked about um, <clears throat> with Power to Fly, excuse me. And really also, I think the big factor is what you have time to do because um, I think you can get sucked into some of the job search and some of these sites where that becomes your sole focus and you're waiting for this new job to, you know, find itself, whether it's on, you know, on the Muse or LinkedIn or wherever. And it's the first posting, you know, it's just gotten posted within the last 30 minutes and you're going to be on top of that. So really, what do you have time to do? If you sign up for eight different sites, you're going, your emails are going to be your inbox is going to be huge. Um, so again, you know, do a little research. What do you connect with and what can you handle? I would say are the, um, the obvious advice maybe, but um, don't get too overwhelmed by the process either. Oh, Rita, that's just such brilliant advice. I re we really appreciate that. And as I mentioned earlier, you played a real role and a big role in helping us mine C-suite insights from other successful women. So given our work together, and that really lays out the um, big differential factor for our Hello Career Guru game plan is these C-suite insights. What leadership skills are needed for women to map out their game plan to the C-suite? Well, you know, uh, um, I would say if 2020 has taught us anything, it's really how to be flexible, to kind of think outside the lines and, and really to let go at times. There's so many things that we, you know, can't control. And I think as a leader, that is one thing you have to be able, you know, I know a lot of people use the word pivot and being able to adapt to so many things. And going back to what I said, we've all learned that no matter what your role is, um, um, whether you're, uh, you know, a gig, um, a gig employee, or you're in the C-suite, or you're trying to get to the C-suite, whatever it might be, is we've all had to learn how to adapt a little bit. Um, and I do think, though, one of, you know, there are a lot of skills we've talked about before, certainly being organized, you know, um, <clears throat> being able to be, have clear communication, those things are all incredibly important. Um, whether you're in a, 
pandemic or not in a pandemic, those things, those things will cross, you know, any role or responsibility or project. But I do think, you know, one of the biggest things um, is really, and again, kind of goes back to what we talked about with 2020 is emotional intelligence. And I think so many companies as I've been reading and talking to people, you know, the company probably was in great shape even heading into the pandemic and such, but without having the emotional intelligence of the leaders of that organization, I think they might have struggled a bit. And we've all seen some of um, some of the crazy things that have come through. I actually just read an article and I think it was, um, not to call it names, but it was GoDaddy. And they did, they were trying to, um, uh, they put together a campaign for their own employees that sent out an email to all of them off saying that they, if they clicked here, they would get a $650 end of year bonus. And it was really what they were trying to do was an exercise in teaching them cybersecurity coming from GoDaddy. So there was no $650 end of year bonus, which I thought was a little tough. And I would say, probably not the best, um, a little off key and emotional intelligence was missing there. Well, <laughs> Rita. Yeah. Um, so, so when I say emotional intelligence, what does that mean? And I think, um, you know, it's really five areas as it's been defined. It's having self-awareness, self-regulation, motivation, empathy, which is huge, and social skills. And I would say, you know, hey, we can't all be masters of all five of them. And again, could depend on the day, which one you're a master at and which one you're not um, going back and forth. But you know, if you can really stop and think about, you know, your own self, where you are, how you're controlling your emotions, then you're able to better recognize it in other people and understanding those emotions. And especially this year, right? How do we resolve understanding our own emotions and others? And that really helps us resolve any conflict, open up our communication and really develop a great sense of empathy, which comes from just having social awareness and, you know, looking up and around and seeing what other people are going through and recognizing that um, and making that part of any conversation, I think, um, is really a skill. Now, how do you develop those skills, (laughs) right? It's not an online quiz, but I do think it's just stopping, thinking about the present, walking into a situation, not necessarily from your point of view, but from the other person's point of view and just um, thinking about it. Where are they coming from? How are they going to um, respond to this? Um, I used to say this all the time when, and in my role as head of HR, it doesn't matter what you're saying. You could say, you know, hey, <laughs> the, you know, the the grass is blue or, you know, and the sky is green. Every single person is thinking, well, how's that going to affect me? You know, do I have to get a different lawnmower? You know, what's going to happen now? You know, the, and if you think about it from that perspective is how is that, how is that person going to react to what I'm saying and how can I craft my message? I think that will go a long way in developing not only empathy, but some of the emotional intelligence um, 
If only it were that easy, right, Susanna? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Rita, this has been such a really exciting conversation. So if you were looking back on your career, what advice would you give your younger self? Um, I would probably say to keep challenging myself to keep learning. Um, you know, especially when we're in, you know, that the thick of our career, trying to get to the next level. Um, even if we are at the next level, you're taking on new roles and responsibilities. But I remember when my brother was going to college and I said to him, you know, I know that there will, you know, once you get on campus, there'll be professors that you'll hear about, or this class will be great. And it might not be within your major, but you should, you know, sit in on the class, see how that teacher, you know, what are they teaching? Any of those things, because it might just open your eyes or you might learn a different way of teaching. You might just enjoy the class, you know, if you have an hour downtime. So that is something, again, I wish I had taken my own advice is, to just keep learning, you know, throughout my career, and especially after I had kids, I didn't stop to do any of those things. I just, you know, you'd work, you'd run to the train back to Grand Central, get on the train and come home. But now, um, I wish I would have taken the opportunity maybe to go to a networking event or go see a speaker within my industry or a different industry. Um, I do think, though, that because now of the pandemic, where so many of these events have moved online, we do have those opportunities now. They're a lot easier to, you know, it's easy now to jump into a webinar if you're on the train home um, and, and listen in or do so as you're, you know, putzing around the house making dinner is to be part of some of these events and some of these podcasts. So, um that's would be my biggest advice to myself is just keep learning. There's so much out there and uh, keep moving forward. So Rita, how can our audience find you? Oh, thanks, Susanna. Yeah, definitely reach out to me. It's Rita at, and it's Ozma Advisory, O-Z-M-A Advisory. And it, um, so that's my email or OzmaAdvisory.com. And I'd be happy to help, you know, even if it's just a brief conversation, um, or a longer conversation, just um, happy to help in any way that I can. So Rita, we so appreciate your time today and your generous offer of help to our audience. Everyone be sure to check out the blog that Rita wrote about the key job search sites for women by women. And Rita, your insights from your inspiring career in human resources is so helpful to the other women as they navigate their career game plan and even create thought leadership like you have. Meanwhile, thanks to all who are listening to our podcast. As a reminder, Hello Career Guru Inc. is a company committed to helping all women advance professionally, no matter what age, background, income, geography, or race. Be sure to follow us on social media at Hello Career Guru and reach out to us at guru at hellocareerguru.com with any questions or suggestions for future guru salons. Thanks. Thank you, Susanna.